Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, August 2nd, and we start with local news. At 8.58 p.m. on Monday night, Murray County Fire Department responded to a two-vehicle accident on Carter's Creek Pike. The overturned vehicle was carrying the McNeese family, including father Jake, mother Kayla, and three-and-a-half-year-old Jeremy. It came out of nowhere. We heard the loudest noise and felt a big jar. Our car went over into the culvert. By the time we realized what had happened, we were laying upside down stated mother Kayla McNeese, who is in the passenger seat. I heard Jeremy start crying, and my only thought was, we have to get him out. My husband climbed in the back seat and released Jeremy from his car seat where he was dangling, but secure. He was surrounded by glass, but was completely uninjured. As soon as I opened the driver's side door, the firefighter was standing outside of the door, ready to pull us out, she said. Firefighters at Murray County Fire Station 12 heard the sound of the impact and headed towards the incident before even formally receiving the call. Other units, including Murray County, I'm sorry, Murray Regional EMS, the Tennessee Highway Patrol, and Murray County Sheriff's Department quickly followed. We're so happy that no one was hurt in this incident. We truly credit the safety of three-year-old Jeremy to the family's choice to ensure he was properly secured in his car seat. Without their actions, the outcome of this incident could have been devastating. Watching Jeremy laugh, play with bubbles, and run around a nearby field so soon after this incident was moving for every responder on the scene, stated Murray County Fire Department Public Information Officer Savannah Madison. The McNeese family and Murray County Fire Department want to share that each year thousands of young children are killed or injured in car crashes. Proper use of car safety seats helps keep children safe. Station 12 Chief Peter Jensen stated, It's an honor that we were able to serve the McNeese family. This family has supported Station 12 and all of Murray County Fire for years. As a father of four, I want to share that it is so important to learn about car seat regulations and use. This is a perfect example of why car seat safety is so important. We plan to offer car seat classes in the coming months at Station 12, he said. Families are encouraged to utilize resources and research to ensure children are protected. To do so, you can visit www.nhtsa.gov. A Mount Pleasant, Tennessee man was sentenced to federal prison yesterday for child exploitation charges, announced U.S. Attorney Henry C. Leventis. Clinton Shaw Gransden, 44, was sentenced to 40 years in prison for the production, receipt, transportation, and possession of child pornography, followed by supervised release for life. Over the course of several months in 2019, Gransden repeatedly filmed two underage girls inappropriately and also provided a minor teenage girl with alcohol, methamphetamines, and cocaine. The sexual abuse videos that Gransden created were posted online, where individuals acquainted with the teenage victim saw them and reported the crime to the authorities. Investigators searched Gransden's electronic devices and discovered the sexual abuse videos, as well as evidence that Gransden had sent the videos to others. Investigators also found evidence that Gransden downloaded and possessed child pornography depicting the victims. A federal grand jury indicted Gransden on nine counts of producing child pornography and one count each of transporting, receiving, and possessing child pornography. On February 2nd, Gransden pleaded guilty to all the charges. 
a U.S. Department of Homeland Security, Homeland Security Investigations, and the Murray County Sheriff's Office investigated the case with the assistance of the FBI. The case is being prosecuted by Assistant U.S. Attorney S. Karen Daughtry and Trial Attorneys Austin M. Berry and Adam Braskich of the Criminal Division's Child Exploitation and Obscenity Section. The case against Grandston's co-defendants, Angel Morales de Pasquale and Michelle E. Klen, remain pending, and they are presumed innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Murray Regional Medical Center as a high-performing hospital in the areas of colon cancer surgery, heart attack treatment, and knee replacement for 2023 and 2024. The annual U.S. News and World Report Best Hospitals ratings, now in their 34th year, are designed to assist patients and their physicians in making informed decisions about where to receive quality care for challenging health conditions or common elective procedures. Murray Regional Medical Center's healthcare team is committed to providing all our patients clinical excellence and compassionate care so they may receive the best possible outcomes, said Murray Regional Health CEO Dr. Martin Cheney. We're proud to be recognized yet again as a high-performing hospital by U.S. News and World Reports, he said. For the 2023-24 rankings, the best hospitals list evaluated hospitals in more than 30 medical and surgical services. The list's methodology are based largely on objective measures, such as survival rates, patient experience, level of nursing care, and how successfully each hospital helps patients return home. To calculate the rankings for overall performance, specialties, states, and metro areas, U.S. News evaluated each hospital's performance using a variety of measures from data provided by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, American Hospital Association, professional organizations, and medical specialists. In the areas of procedures and conditions, the ratings are based on objective patient care measures. For more information about the 2023-24 ratings by U.S. News & World Report, visit www.health.usnews.com forward slash best dash hospitals. Premier Design Build in Spring Hill held a ribbon-cutting ceremony yesterday at their new location. WKOM-WKRM's Delk Kennedy attended the ceremony and spoke to Premier Design Build's owner, Dave Craker, to learn more about what that company has to offer. This is Delk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon I am in Spring Hill. I am at the grand opening and ribbon cutting for Premier Design Build. Building your vision is their motto. I'm talking with Dave Craker. He's the owner-operator of this business, which was established roughly six years ago, but they're moving into their new facility here in Spring Hill. Boy, it's large, spacious, airy. A nice space. So this is their new location, and that's why we're having a ribbon cutting and grand opening here today. I'm speaking with Dave Craker again, who's the owner-operator. Dave, congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Pleasure to speak with you and uh, share a little bit about what Premier Design Build does as a general contractor and also how we get involved in the design process of our construction projects. Okay, building your vision. So now tell me how that works. Yeah, um, we are a single point of contact for a business owner that wants to add on, remodel, or build a new building, they come to us and then we take over from there in hiring the design professionals like the architects, the engineers, and we work to manage the size of the project, the budget of the project, and the look of the project to meet the owner's needs. So they bring their vision of their new building or addition or whatever to you, 
and you take it from there all the way through to uh, completion. Uh, yes, sir. That's what we do. We love the relationship process in construction, and it's a much more enjoyable process when you're involved in the design and the construction because you know what you're building. Wow, that's fantastic. Now, for more information about Premier Design Build, where do people go? Uh, you can go to our website, which is PDB for Premier Design Build, TN for Tennessee.com. There you go. Just get in touch, and Premier Design Build will take it from there, building your vision. Dave, congratulations. Again, this is Delp Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm at the ribbon cutting and grand opening of Premier Design Build's new facilities here in Spring Hill. And, Dave, again, congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. Spring Hill City leaders rounded out the month of July by coming together to discuss and consider changes and updates which adhere more to the city's ongoing growth. The joint meeting between members of the Board of Mayor and Aldermen and the Municipal Planning Commission took place Monday, covering an array of growth and planning-related topics. These ranged from identifying roads and other infrastructure to fire safety, design requirements, and even establishing an ordinance for trees and other plant life. The intent for Monday's meeting, Mayor Jim Hageman said, was to bring both boards together and discuss a multitude of updates and changes needed to maintain smart growth. We're in the driver's seat, and we're here for the best interests of the citizens of Spring Hill, the people that we serve first and foremost, Mayor Hageman said. The citizens must win first, he said. Many of Monday's topics focused on various aspects of the design process, such as what is required at a preliminary plat stage versus a final site plan. Spring Hill Development Director Peter Hughes said the city currently has 74 requirements needed during the early preliminary stages, which is about double the average of cities of similar size, population, and growth rate. We are asking for too much information that is not necessary or information that's being captured at another point, Hughes said. Parking requirements was another aspect discussed, specifically whether the city should implement a maximum limit on proposed developments. Hughes said this has created issues for developments such as hotels and large retail stores, which often include more parking than needed. Specifically at hotels, we've run into problems where they have to seek parking variances or they're having to put in a substantial amount of parking that isn't necessary, Hughes said. It has also created issues for other businesses and developments whose land parcels might not have enough space to meet the minimum requirements for parking. By updating the city's parking policy, it could open new doors for future businesses while creating a logical balance between spaces for vehicles and pedestrians alike. We have people that can't open a business because they can't provide parking that's required, and so I think there are some very specific areas where we can implement this, Hughes said. There are economic benefits to it, and the biggest one that I see is when you drive past the crossings, Home Depot or Lowe's, you don't see a sea of pavement, but a monetized area where we can see more tax dollars to help our infrastructure needs, he said. Improving public safety is another top priority for city leaders and various city departments, particularly Spring Hill Fire Department. Fire Chief Craig Temple Greg Temple, rather, presented a new initiative he hopes the city will implement in the coming months, one which would not only boost public fire safety awareness, but also at little cost to the city. Temple introduced the FireWise initiative, which would provide additional resources and educational materials to citizens, such as recognizing potential fire hazards around the home. 
We need to do a better job at educating our citizens as to what are the proper aesthetics to have around their house to cause less fire problems, quite frankly, Temple said. FireWise is a program that the National Fire Association does typically on the West Coast. And what will allow us to do is start educating the public a little more aggressively, providing them with information to build barriers around their homes, he said. Temple added that funding for the program could be made possible through grant applications, which could also include improved public work services in regard to things like brush removal. It would allow us to really push a lot of information and also tap into a lot of resources we don't have access to. And obviously, the money is there for grants, Temple said. Local telecom provider United Communications, a service of Middle Tennessee Electric, announced that continued investments in its fiber infrastructure has enabled the company to permanently boost internet speeds as of July 1st for some residential and business customers without increasing pricing or additional equipment requirements. Residential fiber internet customers at the 100 megabits tier now have access to speeds of up to 250 megabits, and those previously in the 250 megabits plan have been upgraded to 500 megabits. Plans supported by the company's fixed wireless network, which provides affordable internet connections to the most underserved areas in Middle Tennessee, have also received upgrades of 60% or more. New customers within the provider's fixed wireless service areas can choose from three different broadband plans, all without contracts or data caps. For its business customers, United Communications increased upload speeds to match download speeds, a balance referred to as symmetrical service, without increasing prices. Symmetrical service has become increasingly important to organizations of all sizes for transferring large files and conducting multiple transactions online without interrupting other Internet-based services, including, including VOIP and video conferencing. Today, all United Communications customers are benefiting from our ongoing infrastructure investments and expansion projects in Middle Tennessee, said William Bradford, president and CEO of United Communications. These speed upgrades are another important milestone in our mission to bridge the digital divide and provide rural communities, towns, and cities with the fast, reliable connections they need to thrive in the 21st century, he said. This announcement represents United's second major round of speed upgrades this year. Back on March 1st, the company lowered the price of its 2 gigabits plan to $99.95 and increased the speeds of its 300 and 600 megabits plans to reach a symmetrical 500 and 750 megabits respectively, without changing in pricing. United also introduced a new residential 100 megabits internet plan at $49.95 for areas of Middle Tennessee that have been historically underconnected. Qualifying customers are not required to take any action to benefit from the speed upgrades, which have been automatically implemented. More information about United Communications, including availability maps and discounts for qualifying customers through the Affordable Connectivity Program, are available online at www.united.net. United Communications is a leading provider of internet, digital TV, and phone services to enterprise-class businesses and residential customers in Middle Tennessee. United has been nationally and regionally recognized, including 2023 Torch Award from the Better Business Bureau, 2023 Best Places to Work from Nashville Business Journal, 2022 Top 100 Fiber to the Home Leader, a Smart Rural Community Provider, Fastest Internet Service Provider by Broadband Now, and 2021 Broadband Communities Cornerstone Award. United operates more than 3,600 route miles of fiber, covering portions of Bedford, Davidson, Franklin, Marshall, Murray, Rutherford, Williamson, and Wilson counties. 
United Communications is a service of Middle Tennessee Electric Membership Corporation. To learn more, visit www.united.net. The Murray County Fair will return on Thursday, August 31st and run until Monday, September 4th of 2023. All the family fun and entertainment you love will soon be back. This year, the fair festivities begins with a rodeo taking place on Thursday of Fair Week. Several other popular events will be happening like the junk car jump and run and the Saturday motocross races. In addition to the back arena fun, all your favorite animal shows and exhibitor competitions are back this year, too. The Kids Zone will see a variety of live and exotic animals and science shows that will amaze kids of every age. For more on the fair and updates, visit www.murraycountyfair.com. The fair takes place at Murray County Park, located at 1018 Murray County Park Drive in Columbia. Murray Regional Medical Group is pleased to announce the addition of Kelsey King Hook, MD, to Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care in Columbia. Dr. King Hook received her medical degree from East Tennessee State University, Quillen College of Medicine in Johnson City, Tennessee, and completed a residency with ETSU in Kingsport. While completing her residency, Dr. King Hook required ex- acquired experience in numerous areas, including family medicine, geriatrics, outpatient pediatrics, and behavioral health. She's board certified in family medicine. Murray Regional Medical Group primary care services include adult and pediatric medicine, chronic disease management, Department of Transportation, physicals, diabetic retinopathy screenings, immunizations, minor surgical procedures, on-site x-ray and lab, palliative medicine, physical and wellness exams, treatment of acute illnesses, and women's health. Dr. King Hooks joins Thomas Farmer, Dr. Ben Garner, Dr. John Roberts, Kristen Clay, and Brian Lovely. Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care is open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. They are located at 854 West James Campbell Boulevard, Suite 403 in Columbia. For more information, call 931-380-0075 or visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash PC403. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Samuel Thomas Rather Sr., 91, a retired electrician for Union Carbide and a resident of Columbia, died Sunday, July 30th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Rather will be conducted on Wednesday at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Rock Springs Cemetery. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. 
Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have a mix of clouds and sun early, giving way to cloudy skies in the afternoon. The high will be 86 degrees with light and variable winds. Tonight, we can expect partly cloudy skies with late night showers or thunderstorms. The low will be 71 degrees with light and variable winds. The chance of overnight rain is 50%. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. 
For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee today on WKOM 101.7 and WKR. WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Williamson County Mayor Rogers Anderson delivered this year's annual State of the County Address to nearly 500 business leaders last week at Williamson Inc.'s Business Luncheon, presented by Williamson Health. The address gave attendance a snapshot of county performance in education, public safety, job growth and employment, and capital investments. Mayor Anderson started by discussing the county's public school system. In a 2023 NISH report, it was ranked as the third best school district out of 126 in Tennessee. The recently approved 2023-24 fiscal year budget includes over $517.5 million in funding for Williamson County Schools operations. According to WCS Superintendent Jason Golden, the average ACT score in the district was 24.7 as compared to the state average of 19.1. Anderson continued by discussing public safety updates in the county. Throughout the past several years, Sheriff Dusty Rhodes has been part of sheriffs statewide who have been facing critical personnel shortages and challenges, he said. With support from the county commission in the past two fiscal years, an improved classification and compensation program has been implemented to help with attracting and retaining sheriff's office staff, he said. According to a recent survey by the University of Tennessee, the county sheriff's office now offers the highest starting pay in the state out of the 91 counties that participated. The recent budget includes an additional $340,000 for operational expenses and $9.6 million in capital funding for volunteer fire services. $12 million was appropriated for constructing an improved emergency department at Williamson Medical Center. As far as the county's economics are concerned, according to data gathered by the Appalachian Regional Commission, an organization that indexes county economic status across the state based on a composite measure of an area's average unemployment rate, per capita income, and poverty rate, Williamson County is the only attainment county in the state. Counties are ranked as distressed, at-risk, transitional, competitive, or attainment. This quality of life status does not occur without the concentrated and successful efforts of businesses like those represented here today and elected officials who work diligently to ensure our county and cities are financially sound and fiscally responsible, Anderson said. Anderson also spoke about upcoming and in-progress capital projects. A community center is under construction in Bethesda that will provide outdoor recreational facilities, including six soccer fields, four tennis courts, six pickleball courts, two sand volleyball courts, and a walking trail. There will be a new branch library in the area as well. At the end of his address, Anderson encouraged those in the crowd to serve their community. It is indeed an honor to serve you as your mayor, and I challenge each of you who may not be involved in your community in some way to do so, he said. Whether it be at your school, your library, or your favorite nonprofit, I encourage you to get involved, he said. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Here we go. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. The 2023 Williamson County Fair will be held August 4th through the 12th at the Williamson County Agricultural Expo Park, located at 4215 Long Lane in Franklin. On Monday through Friday, you can enjoy the fair from 6 to 10 p.m. However, on Saturday, you can start the fun as early as 10 a.m. and at 12 p.m. on Sunday. There's free parking available on the grounds, and all stage shows and attractions are free with the price of admission. Tickets can be purchased at williamsoncountyfair.org and are priced at $14 for adults, $7 for children, and free for children of ages 5 and younger. Additionally, there will be an annual Hometown Heroes recognition on the fair's Patriot Day. The event honors the 2023 Hometown Hero winners with a national, with a special recognition ceremony rather, on August 12th at 10.30 a.m. on the Nissan stage. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.